Mind over matter. We hear that term thrown around every so often, right? But my thing is, has anyone considered what happens when your mind can't handle the matter? Or your mind matters more than what should be mattered? Mm. Let me try again. Good morning, afternoon, and or evening, leaders and gentlemen. My name is Glory Cadet, and I'm your hostess, welcoming you to another episode of The Leader Pod. In light of Mental Health Awareness Month coming to a close, let me just reiterate that mental health is important 24-7, 365. Your mental health is important, and don't forget it. Mental health encompasses every aspect of our lives, because if your mind ain't right, then you just won't be either. It may not be obvious, but mental health can also affect your leadership as well. There are a variety of mental health disorders that people suffer from, and if you're one of them, know that you're not alone, and that there are several resources on and off campus that can help you overcome these challenges. More on that later. Now, I don't want to spend too much time explaining the importance of mental health because this episode, I already had the pleasure of doing so with one of my good co-workers, Celia Dupi, who is not only an office worker in the Center for Leadership, but is also the president of the Active Minds organization here on Elon campus, as well as a freshman member of Active Minds, Sydney. Active Minds is, if you don't already know, an organization that works to empower others to speak about mental health through advocacy, spreading awareness, and promoting positive practices as well as working towards eliminating the stigma surrounding mental health and ensuring that every student's mental health well-being is prioritized on Elon's campus. That's a lot of stuff that I kind of put in one sentence, but we will definitely be getting into that in the episode, so make sure you stay tuned. Now, just to give y'all a heads up, Celia, Sydney, and I will be mentioning some heavy topics such as suicide. So if that ever makes you uncomfortable, please be sure to take time for your prime, okay? Okay? Let's get started. All right, so I'm here with my good friend, my good sis, my good coworker, Celia. She's an office assistant in the Center for Leadership, and she's honestly so much fun to work with. And she also has one of her members at the Active Minds uh, organization. Would y'all like to uh, introduce yourselves to everyone? Yeah, hi, I'm Celia. Um, I'm a first year, and I'm the president of Active Minds at the moment. And like Gloria said, I also work at the CFL as an office assistant. Hey, I'm Sydney. I'm also first year, and I'm a general member of Active Minds. Okay, it's so good to have y'all with me, y'all beautiful smiley faces. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so, why don't y'all tell us a little bit about Active Minds? I think I mentioned it a little bit going into the episode, but like, let us know like y'all are a part of this. So, I'd love to yeah. hear what y'all want to say. Okay, so um, basically, Active Minds is a mental health awareness organization. Mm-hmm. Um, our main goal is to work together to empower others to speak out about mental health through like advocacy. Um, general spreading of awareness and like promoting positive practices. Our main other goal is to help eliminate stigma surrounding mental health on Mm -hmm. Elon's campus and just in general. Um, A lot of our meetings are centered around um, making sure that the students are being mindful of their own well-being and things like that. So we do um, things like journaling. Um, But then also we have a bunch of events centered around um, getting the message out about our org Mm -hmm. and just mental health in general. Good. Okay, so um, 
you touched on a, a term that I, I've been learning about in psychology. I'm a psychology major, so um, stigma, that's a very important kind of, like, aspect of your mind, like, talking about what that is and, like, how important it is when it comes to talking about mental health. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it's just the assumptions that people have about mental health. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's also stigma around, like, therapy and stuff like that. Like, people think um, that you have to, like, kind of be a certain way or be... Um, like diagnosed or something to attend therapy. Like a lot of people don't know how common it is for just everyone to go to therapy. I have pretty much everyone I know has been to therapy at one point in their Mm -hmm. life. And so I feel like that's really important to talk about. But um, this thing about mental health in general is just people aren't as educated as they should be about it. Mm -hmm. And so that's pretty much our goal is just to help educate people and to help to end that stigma. Yeah, that's good. I also, I've read a couple articles saying, like, talking about how stigma, like, actually um, hinders um, the, like, healing process. So, like, um, there's a a stigma prevention group and um, research as well that has shown, like, people who are able to get over their stigma, actually, like, their treatments are more effective because of it. So I think talking about stigma is very important because not only is stigma, like, emotionally hindering people but like literally it's stopping them from getting the help that they need because they're less likely to want to get help and then because they have the stress that they are like having these attribution biases where people are like oh well they must think that I'm crazy or something like that like it's it's making the mental health um disorder even worse than before yeah it's like just a big stereotype right exactly essentially yeah it is a stereotype that's exactly what it is and it's it's really bad um so definitely mentioning how important that is because a lot of people may not even realize that they are having stigmatizations within their own mind because it's like stereotypes and and prejudices like some people are ignorant to what they're feeling like so thinking of stigma as a stereotype is actually very important because thinking about it like oh okay yeah I didn't think that that's how I was thinking about a mental illness and even people who have friends with um mental illnesses they probably have stigmas that they haven't even been able to identify so they're also stopping themselves from supporting their friends so yeah awesome So Active Minds is a student organization. So obviously here at Elon, we love to have events centered around anything and everything that we students like to do. So I was just wondering what kind of events do y'all have or like what have y'all done uh, recently or so recently? Yeah, Um, so our biggest event that we put on pretty much every year is since I'm packing. So if you saw on like was the wet, like the mostly front lawn mm-hmm. um, with all the backpacks. That's something that Active Minds puts on with counseling services. So we do that in the fall. Um, basically, that's a traveling display that like Active Minds National brings to each of the schools um, that have their, that work there. And so basically, it's just to help in the silence that surrounds um, suicide. So each of the backpacks represents um, a child who has um, lost their life and Hmm. some of them have like stories from the families and some of them are just like backpacks with 
just to represent that. And so you put that out there and then there's a bunch of um, like mental health resources distributed and people that right. they're standing by. Obviously counseling services is there. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of our biggest events. It takes a lot to put that one on. Um, so we do that in the fall. And then we also, well, I just became the president in January. So I know that last semester we also did like, um, we partnered with a bunch of clubs like Space. Um, we did like yoga on the lawn with them. Oh, okay. Um, they're centered around um, like sexual assault and mm. things like that. Um, awareness about that, especially on in universities. Um, and then so far this spring, we had a mental health awareness day with counseling services. Mm -hmm. It was on April 8th and we tabled that um, and we partnered with them. And then we actually have a lot of events coming up right now. We plan some for the fall too, but so we have, um, there's this out of the darkness walk that Campus Rec and Wellness is putting on. It's outside of Lakeside on um, April 24th, but we're also tabling that. Okay. So that's a big thing. And then we're having a movie night, partnering with Late Night on April 30th. And we're showing Inside Out because- Oh, that's a good movie to talk about it's that. I like that. <laughs> emotions and like mm -hmm. I mean mental health is also like a fun movie and we're gonna have food there that's like themed with yeah the movie. Oh, okay so that's I'm gonna come <laughs> I'm <No>. coming <laughs> I, I will be there that's really good yeah. I think that that's about to come back into one question that I had mm -hmm. wanted to mention was like I'm um wanted to I, I want to come back to something that you had mentioned but like I mean how important is it to like focus on your mental health in college in the first place like not even just now which I could imagine is like very important but like just being a college camp uh being a student on campus and even like I mean the campus that we harbor even like the community we have where like you um I don't know, I'm always hearing from like my friends and tour guides and whatnot. Like this is a campus where like you put your best foot forward, whether you're like joining organizations or whatnot. So like, I mean, you can you can only put so much of yourself into everything, and you you start to feel that mental strain, and even like the burnout is very like real. So like, how do y'all put that into perspective? Like how important it is to keep up with your mental health. Um, I feel like. Well, a big thing at Elon is everyone's always talking about how students are over-involved. Mm. I feel like that's very common because everyone here is so hardworking and wants to be involved just in as much as possible. Like, I know I do that. Yeah. But I feel like that's a really big thing, especially in college, um, because everyone wants to, like, prepare for their careers and prepare to leave Elon and stuff like that. And I feel like it's very important to, like, take time for yourself because as a first year, obviously, it's been an adjustment to college. Mm -hmm. and. Um, like trying to balance all of that. But I think definitely take the time for yourself and like acknowledging when you need to stop. I feel like I remember in high school, like if I was doing homework, I would do it until like 2 a.m. Cause I'm like, I just need to get this done. Right. But now it reaches a point where I'm like, I can't do it anymore, like to the best of my ability. Mm -hmm. So I just need to like come back to it in the morning or right. things like that. Is what, I what, what about you, Sydney? I'm pretty much the same. It's just about finding that balance. Mm -hmm. like. Same as what you said, Celia, just like getting here as a first year and like trying to become accustomed to being here with balancing school and being involved with organizations and right. you know, meeting friends and everything. It's just trying to find that balance of school and socializing and just being by yourself as well. Yeah, because I mean, it's not even that 
you don't want to socialize but there is right there is that social battery and my social battery as the years have gone by has gotten significantly significantly smaller so like normally i'll be like yes girl let's do this this and that and now i'm like girl the fact that i can't even keep my eyes open like you're gonna have to catch me on another day so like yeah understanding um but even understanding the different aspects of like um mental health which is what i wanted to talk about was i like that you had mentioned um yoga as bringing that in as a mental health awareness um type of activity because i think mental health is so much more than just your brain it's also like your social health it's your it's your physical health it's your spiritual and sexual health even like i think that's a bit, very big thing all of those because i mean if you think about it we we're just a brain like if you really if you break it down we're a brain controlling a body it's not the other way around so if your mind's not right your body's definitely not going to be right and you won't be able to be right to others either so i think that's a very good point is having all of these different aspects to tie into like this is going to be good for your mind and your emotions and everything like that so i think those are really cool ideas what's your favorite event been um, I'd say, well, we just had one. I love the partnering events mm-hmm. because it's just really fun. Like a few weeks ago, we had one where we partnered with uh, Mod Podge, but that's it's technically an off-campus org. Okay. Um, we partnered with them and then Space Again. And we had this idea to do this type of mural thing. It kind of worked out, but it was, <laughs> we, the whole idea was like, uh, like mindfulness in spring and like, as spring is growing, like so are you. Oh, okay. That was kind of that That's idea. cute, though. Yeah. Um, so we just like had this poster, pretty much, and we like decorated it with things that like are meaningful to us and stuff like that. And right. So it was just fun having a bunch of different people and like meeting different orgs and hearing what they're about. And stuff That's like that. good. That's really cool. What about you, Sydney? I was gonna say the same thing, actually. I've only been in active mind since the beginning of the semester, mm-hmm. so I haven't done too much, but. I just like art and just like being able to yeah. draw a poster and like doodle and, and like color. That, no, that's yeah. very good. And that's another thing is like art and just yeah. creative outlets are a great way to stimulate your mind and kind of boost those serotonin and dopamine um, levels. Because, I mean, I feel like especially in college, you're like got to write a paper, got to read a book. Like that's yeah. not very creative anymore. Like even me. I used to read a bunch when I was little, but now like I don't read for pleasure anymore. So yeah, so I think that's a great way to do that as well. That's awesome. What um what are y'all looking forward to next year? Um, well, we have started setting up things. I probably shouldn't say what they are. Oh like, yeah, oh, let's keep it a surprise. But, <laughs> let's get these people excited. But yeah. I mean, the main thing, another thing we started, I forgot to mention, um, going along with art, is we started this, well, we're trying to start it up. It's basically like an art slash writing submission on mm. our Instagram. So um, we have this idea. So we have a link in our bio and people can submit like works of art surrounding mental health and things like that, like poetry or like short like um, short stories or oh okay or stuff like that yeah so we're gonna really try and get that running in the fall because we just thought of that this semester um but that's a big thing i'm hoping to get more engagement like in our social media to help people become more aware yeah that months. would be really cool yeah, so that's one big thing but then we have a bunch of other events planned since silence packing again so that is a really powerful one i feel mm-hmm. like it, it really puts it into perspective like and i i can only imagine that's not even everyone you know that's right lost their life to um some sort of mental health um situation so just kind of like i think it seeing things 
seeing is believing essentially yeah. i don't i don't really like that quote because like you know like sometimes you can't see to believe yeah. like you know as far as it goes with your spirituality and your religion but that's a topic for another story um but um yeah like when you when you see it like that it really is like putting it into perspective i think that's exactly. a really good one um keeping that up is going to be very essential i think because i don't think too many people really understand like mental health it's very important like we're not just saying like self-care yeah we're like we're not saying self-care because you know that's a cute quirky thing to say like no we, we mean it like especially with everything that's really been going on and like just in life with covid like we're kind of just now getting over it now and what's going on in other countries it, it all affects us that's a part of humanity like we we have that empathy for other people so when we see other people suffering we kind of take it in on ourselves and that is also another way that like our mental health drains just yeah. seeing how other people are suffering exactly. just like absorbing things like through the media right the media is a huge thing now mm -hmm. obviously compared to like years ago yeah very different and i feel like we just take in so much negativity all the time. It's very important, especially. Yeah, even talking about that, it just makes me think about how like we're, we're kind of desensitized to a lot of things. Like, I mean, shoot, I don't know how y'all was reacting with Ukraine thing, but I'm I like, know. so I'm just going to class and there's a whole war going on. Right. Like, I feel like no there's yeah, like it affects yeah, and no one's even talking about it anymore. And it's kind of just like well damn like here I am like I'm going to my college and stuff like this and yeah. other people like are in bunkers and stuff like that um but yeah that that's a real thing just keeping up with the fact that um there are things going on around you that you may be like un unconsciously taking in mm -hmm. and not being able to to realize that or have an outlet to do that to let it out is very very substantial yes I agree I'm gonna ask, um, if you don't mind, like, yeah, yeah. how do you, I know a, a big thing, and this kind of goes back to the stigmas, like, how do you ask for help? Like, right. when you're going through something, like, how do you, and like, that is a thing, like, not wanting to put, like I said, we're right. like very empathetic beings, we don't want to put our problems onto other people, but like, how do you ask for help? Because I have friends, I have to tell, ask them if they need help. Like, girl, what yeah. do you need? Yeah. Like, yeah. I even through text messages, I can see something is wrong. So yeah, it's like, yeah. now I have to ask, are you good? And and then it takes a little while, you know, for them to open up. You don't ever want to pressure anyone right. to be like, I'm going through something. But if you as a person are going through something, how do you ask for help? Um, yeah, well, me personally, I... Um, so my roommate is actually, she's my best friend and so sometimes she can tell when mm -hmm. I call, but if I just like need to talk about something, I'll, I tend to ask her, I'm like, can you emotionally handle this right now? Because I don't want to put a mm. huge like emotional burden on That's you if you're good. struggling yeah. personally right now. And like, sometimes she'll be like, no, like I can't right now, but like later today or like right. tomorrow after I like do this or mm -hmm. something like that. I'm like, okay. Like that's totally fine. Um, Cause obviously you want to be able to get the support you need, but you also don't want to yeah. burden them yeah. in that moment if they can't take it. So we do that a lot. We're like, are you good with this right now mm -hmm. or no? Um, just to check in with each other. And then I feel like, um, I don't know, like in different aspects of my life, like that's more like my personal and social life. I feel like 
for things like with school and stuff, I, um, for me, this is very specific, but I like make lots of lists and like I have a very organized schedule mm. because like crossing things out and like I like color code things. Okay. From like green to right. Okay. Oh. It's like very satisfying yeah. to me. So um, when I'm distressed in school, I often um, well I call like my family. Mm. Sometimes I mean obviously um, I'm like 12 hours away from home, so we talk oh, well, about yeah. all the time. Um, so I'll just call them and talk like to my mom. I'll talk through it. And like once I talk through it, it becomes way less overwhelming than I feel like it is. Got you. So that's what I tend to do. That's good. What about you, Zinni? Yeah, I, well, if it's like social or like personal, either like text my friends like, hey, like want to come over and watch a movie or like want to go get mm-hmm. ice cream, mm-hmm. just like do yeah. something. So I'm not like wallowing in right. my uh-huh. stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's then, good. Um, for like school or work, I also make a ton of lists mm. and color code them as well. Um, but I also, this is a really weird thing that I do mm-hmm. that I don't think a lot of people. No judgment here. <laughs> you got it. I, when I'm stressed with like homework specifically, I like doing like Sudoku or like logic puzzles. Okay. Because it like gets my mind away from the work, but I'm still using my brain. Mm-hmm. So then like after a little bit, I'm like, okay, yeah, like I can go back to writing my paper. Mm-hmm. You know? Just like a brain break. Like, yeah. yeah. But like we're still using exactly. Yeah, it's just a way to stimulate your brain. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. Many people. Yeah, because I don't think too many people are good at Sudoku. (laughs) I know I'm not good at Sudoku. Yeah. Um, On my coffee table at home, we have like four Sudoku books. My mom is also. Wow. Oh, that's so fun. So, do y'all do like who can finish this puzzle the fastest or just like y'all are chill with it? Yeah. It's a slow vibe. It's when I'm stuck, I say, Mom, help. (laughs) Okay, y'all are each other's cheat sheets. Uh Got you. That's good. That's awesome, though. Um, yeah, my myself, um, I talk to my mom. My mom is like my rock, and she like she's a very spiritual indiv- individual. So um, she always tell me, "Well, talk to God." I'm like, "Girl, like, don't you think that was the first thing I did?" Like, you know, but he's not giving me, like, you know, he works in mysterious ways, so he's not gonna give me the answer right away. So, but I definitely talk with her. Um, she also um, gave me this devotional, um, and it's like, it's like a women's devotional. So like every day there's a daily thing for me to read a daily affirmation and a daily, um, biblical message. And it, it really sets my mind right. Um, because it's like, I, I know like the one thing that is always going to remain constant in my life is my spirituality and my, like, um, not, not so much my religion, but just like my relationship with God. And so being able to like, know that I can talk to him is just it just centers me a little bit more um even so I, I love aromas and stuff like that I I recently switched out my diffuser for a, a wax warmer and I'm like oh, cool. just like so zen like it's a beautiful <laughs> little light and just um I love that I have like a very floral scent I try to stay away from like scents that are, like smell like food because it like made me hungry right, right. <laughs> I'm like snacking at 12 o'clock because I got cinnamons like in the air but yeah that's that's stuff that I like to do as well and even sometimes if I just feel overwhelmed I'm like I'm gonna go to bed like after a certain certain hour like going on like 10 or so I'm like I'm just gonna I'm gonna like hit the hay right now and like I do like a little mental reset essentially and and the next morning I'm like okay then like I do what y'all do yeah and then I do what y'all do and I make a list I'm like okay here's we're gonna work with the I like to do the harder tasks first because like I'll, I know it'll take less time for me to do the easier tasks. So I, I like to do it like that and get stuff done. I'm the opposite. I do the 
easier smaller things first me too like, yeah me into it. That, that's, yeah. that's valid that's valid i i did that too but um go ahead no it kind of depends on the day like what my mindset is like mm. if it's a slow day and i'm like struggling i'll do the easy stuff first but if i'm right. really motivated motivated i'll just get the big things out of the way so then i can be like oh like only the two little things yeah left. right that's a that's a good point but yeah, I mean, like, finding little ways to, like, self-care and take care of yourself, even if it doesn't feel like a self-care, like you said, like, Sudoku, like, people were like, other, and that's another thing is, like, y'all have to know that self-care is, like, individualized to yourself. Like, just because your friend likes to do this and it eases them, it may cause you stress and anxiety, so don't do it. Like, do what works for you. Um, yeah. So as you know, <laughs> I am representing the Center for Leadership. So I got to bring in how mental health really ties in with leadership development or just leading in general. Like, I mean, like your mind if your mind's not right, you're not going to be able to do what it is that you need to do. So what needs to be done <laughs> to tie that in with leadership development and like keeping your headspace where it needs to be to lead? Right. Um, well, I view like leadership and mental health, like the interse- intersection as like, First, um, like taking care of yourself and like getting help for yourself if needed can show leadership and it can like inspire others to the same. Like I definitely know like I, um, like personally I went to therapy and like I went because I knew someone who went and like I saw that it helped them and they like talked to me about it and I'm like, oh, okay, like this could help me too. But like I probably wouldn't have done it if I didn't know that other people went too because it's just, obviously there's a stigma around it. Right, yeah. I feel like also just in general sharing personal experiences like I feel like obviously um it's very difficult for people to talk about because it can be various very serious subjects Mm -hmm. and very very personal um but I feel like I've definitely become more comfortable talking about my personal experiences like as I've gotten older and Mm -hmm. like become independent and things like that and so like I try and do my best and to like show how I've gotten through things and like to show that like yeah I've been to therapy and like trying to break the stigma and things like that and I feel like also I try um and actimize but also my personal life to talk about like if this is the topic obviously Mm -hmm. like mental illnesses that are less common because Mm -hmm. I think obviously there needs to be like a lot of um awareness around depression anxiety Mm -hmm. eating disorders things like that but um I feel like like OCD obsessive compulsive disorder like that's a big one a lot of people don't know about and like and that one is actually like hindering yeah. that can be very hindering for a lot of people yeah yeah I mean yeah. personally I do have that one okay <laughs> yeah so I, <laughs> oh okay okay yeah so, so do yeah. tell us about that okay. yeah and so I, and I have actually like a lot of friends who do also like I know literally like, two or three other people in my life who do as well mm. but I didn't know that until like a year ago because no one would talk about it right so I feel like personally for me I talk about that experience a lot I mean obviously I live with it now but like mm-hmm. I talk about how it's impacted me a lot because I feel like that in general like hearing that it's actually real and people actually yeah. have it because like like I talked about it and then my friends like sitting like me too like we had no idea yeah. like, it's like a real thing it's not yeah. just me yeah and, and I, I think another me. thing even just about OCD it could be other mental disorders as well right. it's like people say like oh girl I have OCD like oh, yeah yeah, so, yeah. yeah. and right and it's oh, like yeah. it's like um that also kind of works as a stigma as well because yeah, yeah. that's not a truthful like 
no, you don't. <laughs> like, I mean, every like, you know, I've, I'm, I'm a believer that like everyone has a little bit of something. Cause like, you know, that's just how, like whatever environments we have grown up in, but not everyone is clinical, you know, right, like right. not everyone is diagnosed, like needs a synopsis and treatment. So like when you say stuff like that, like it's very like, yeah, like I do have this disorder. Like, um, my dad actually suffers from PTSD and it's like, uh, everybody be like, oh no, oh, that no. just gave me PTSD. Like, yeah. not quite, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> being able to go to therapy and get treatment, that's being a leader, you're oh, yeah. empowering yourself just because like, you know that you have this issue. One, you're like identifying the issue and you're taking control by wanting to get it treated and not letting it, to not letting it take control of you. And being able, like, I mean, there's a strength in knowing that I'm going to tell my friends and just like having their support is another big thing as well. Um, and even like, I think that's cool. I mean, like, it's not cool that y'all right, have right. the disorders, <laughs> but I, I, I think it's cool that y'all have the similar disorders so y'all can find support and strength among each other and not have to worry about like the stigma, like y'all mentioned. Right. Like, it's, it's just like a thing of like, we're all in this together mm -hmm. essentially and we're gonna move past it. Um, where else do you feel that um, mental health like takes control with, um, well not takes control, but like coincides with like leadership and um, especially like out in like with leadership opportunities that we have and whatnot. Right. Um, I feel like, well, I talked about how, um, well, obviously I work at the Center for Leadership. Right. <laughs> like I said. But I've been working here for a year, I guess, and um, I wasn't a part of Active Minds or anything like that. But actually, like, I was a part of the club in the fall, but I only went to a few meetings mm. because we only had, like, a few meetings. Right. And so I literally randomly was like, should I sign up to run mm -hmm. for exec? And I was like, sure. And I feel like I never, I never would have done that if... I hadn't like had the experiences I had at the CFL, I feel like, because I've learned so much from the people here and just grown so much from the CFL and just like coming into college. Like mm -hmm. I never would have done that in high school because I never was like, not, I mean, not in church. I was never like leading yeah. any sort of org or anything like that. And um, I definitely learned like what it means to be a part of a team because the CFL is literally an yeah. entire team and family and things like that. And um, that's just about like my personal experience. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, leadership can help you step out of your comfort zone and do things that are actually good for you. Like I didn't know how much of an impact Active Minds was gonna have on me until right. I became so involved and like that's because of the skills I learned from the CFL and just mm -hmm. things like that. And also I wanted to mention like, I've learned a lot about how like leadership is not about like a position. Right. Like, obviously mm -hmm. I have a position here, mm -hmm. but that's not like why I feel like I have like aspects of the yeah. and things like that. Because I feel like that's also a big like misconception. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um you're better. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, but th those are all very good points to make. And uh, just want to thank y'all for joining me. Like, it was very enlightening. I mean, so, like, one of the aspects, um, there was something I remember doing, like, um, in some sort of training. It could have been CFL, it could have been RA training, but it was, like, identifying what aspects of you, like, you put at the forefront of your character. And right. um, one of the things that I don't put is my mental health. But I think everyone really should, just, like, knowing their limitations or even how far they can go with their mental health and y'all really like brought it into perspective um i like 
I really encourage everyone listening, like to check out Active Minds, check out any events and really like take into consideration what strategies and tips and tricks that they provided because they are extremely helpful. Like you, and the other thing is like, yeah, we're talking about like being aware, like of being conscious about mental health disorders, but you don't even have to have a mental health disorder. Exactly. If yeah, you, exactly. they're like a lot of the mental health disorders as well are mood disorders and like it, they can come and go. Like I was learning in class, like depression, like you don't have to be clinically depressed, but you can have depressive episodes. You can have manic episodes and anxiety and whatnot. But, um, so just because you don't have to pass it off, like, Oh, I'm, well, I don't have anxiety, but if you get anxious, there are ways to treat that or right. to like prevent it even because keep saying that and like, I don't, don't jinx it or anything. Cause then maybe you will develop some sort of disorder. That's how it's how it works. Um, the prevalence, um, the, the repetitiveness of it like it can develop into something so make sure y'all are like taking time for your prime and really like taking time for yourself and understanding like the importance of what it means to um, protect your mental health and knowing that having a mental health disorder or not having a mental health disorder it goes into other aspects of your life so your social life your the physical health your mental health obviously and you're spiritual and religious and whatnot so thank y'all for listening thank y'all for joining me oh i will definitely be going to that movie night that is gonna be so much fun i'm excited awesome thank you Well, y'all heard it loud and proud here at the Center for Leadership. I hope you were able to learn more about the importance of mental health. As I mentioned before, if your mind ain't right, neither will you be. But just because you may be struggling with mental health doesn't mean you can't be a leader. Sometimes a leadership position may even help you blossom into the leader you were meant to be and dust off the troubles you may be experiencing, just like Celia. If you're a leader and you want to tackle the issue of mental health, then you can do so by spreading awareness about lesser-known disorders, inspire a movement in your community, and encourage others to confide in you or other resources. If you or anyone that you know are struggling with mental health, be sure to utilize on-campus facilities and resources like Counseling Services, the Koenigsberger Learning Center, and Student Care and Outreach. Don't forget, other aspects of your health can affect or be affected by the mental health as well, such as physical, spiritual, sexual, and social health. Luckily, we have campus recreation and wellness, student health services, and the Truist Center. If you're interested in joining Active Minds, check it out for yourself and become a part of a community that will help you help yourself and others. Also, feel free to drop by the Center for Leadership, the one and the only place that is all things leadership, and upstairs mostly room 230. One last plug, I run a blog called The Lead, which is currently down for maintenance, but be sure to check it out in its new and improved form that talks all about leadership. And I would love to hear from you if you have any questions, concerns, or whatnot. Check it out at theleadblog.wixsite.com slash center for leadership. That's theleadblog.wixsite.com slash center for leadership. And with that, my name is Gloria, and you just turned into the Ludipod. Continue to lead where you're planted. See ya.